the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Kind of a mixed bag today, weather-wise, some cloudy spots and then some sunny breaks and a little rain here and there. Overall, nice day, though. 76 the high, down to 58 with clear skies tonight. Sunny for a while tomorrow, some clouds in the afternoon, high 83. Speaking of rain, when it rains, it pours. Phillies, 15 runs last night, beat Arizona 15-3. to Every starter in the lineup had at least one hit. In fact, all of them had two hits or more, except for one player, just the one. 20 hits overall. Game started off on a very positive note with Kyle Schwarber leading off the game and had a monstrous home run, his 18th on the year. Phillies manager Rob Thompson on what was working. Well, we're getting on base and we're you know, hitting some home runs, getting extra base hits. We tied our season high tonight for extra base hits. Schwarber gets a goal and lead off home run in the first. It just kind of snowballed. You know, getting out to a four-run lead with wheels on the mound feels pretty good. We've given it up here in the past. We just held on. It was a six or seven run lead, and they scored, and we scored right back. Just kind of stopped some momentum. Overall, it was a really well-played game. Good defense. Swung the bats well. Wheeler was fantastic, and Ortiz did a great job with the ball. Phillies manager Rob Thompson mentioned uh, wheels, by the way, sound courtesy of uh, NBC Sports Phillies' YouTube page. Thompson mentioning wheels, as in Zach Wheeler, the starting pitcher, had a strong outing, six innings pitched, gave just four hits, an earned run. Struck out seven. The Phils in uh, Arizona play again tonight at 940. Ranger Suarez on the mound for the Phils. In hockey, the NHL Stanley Cup wrapped up last night. Vegas with a 9-3 win over Florida. Take the Stanley Cup four games to one. Vegas's team captain Mark Stone on being a Stanley Cup champion. It's a, it's a crazy feeling. It really is. It's the best feeling I've ever had in my, in my hockey career. You know, other than probably getting married and having kids, this is a strength, except they're pretty high. You know, everybody wrote us off after we missed the playoffs last year. We had that us versus the world mentality. Here we are standing the you know, the best team in the, in, in the world. Mark Stone, captain for the Vegas Golden Knights, who uh, had a hat trick, three goals. Pretty cool way to cap off a championship season. Their head coach, Bruce Cassidy, also a really neat story. He was the head coach of the Boston Bruins, one of the most storied franchises in hockey history. Got fired just a little over a year ago, and on the 14th of June, 2022, a year ago today, Cassidy was hired by Vegas. So one year later, he is a Stanley Cup champion as a head coach, having gone from the down of being fired by Boston to being hired by Vegas eight days later. And a year ago, yesterday, technically the 13th of June, wins the Stanley Cup. His thoughts on all of that. Talked to a few teams, and here we are in Vegas. Moved the family, you know, and to adjust to a new lifestyle, a lot of that. You know, you're always worried about your kids. You know, if they're sad, you're sad. If, you're, you're, if they're happy, you're happy. And once we got up and running and they got settled in, it was great. Team was good from the get-go, a few injuries, and here we are. 
That's Bruce Cassidy again, the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights, which won the Stanley Cup last night. Four games to one overall with that 9-3 win. Sound courtesy of NHL.com. Kind of cool that both Mark Stone, their team captain, and their head coach, Bruce Cassidy, referencing their families in the midst of their professional work. Uh, Speaking of which, looking forward to having in just a few moments here, Dr. Tim Clinton. He is co-host of Family Talk with Dr. James Dobson. That's weeknights at 6 in WFIL. He's president of the American Association of Christian Counselors, best-selling author, written lots of books, including Take It Back, Reclaiming Biblical Masculinity, the heart and strength of being a man. We are giving that away all month long as part of our WFIL Ministry of the Month feature of uh, Family Talk. So you can enter to win that at WFIL.com. And Dr. Clinton's son, Zach, also going to join us on the program. So we'll some father-son conversations, some Father's Day uh, conversation, too. And looking forward to Susan Slauson with the Dell Music Center in Philadelphia joining us, as she has done in the past. She's going to be talking about the upcoming C.C. Winans concert, Tasha Cobbs-Leonard, Torin Wells and E. Daniels. That date, uh, date for that is Thursday, August 17th at 7 o'clock. More info on that at the Dell Music Center.com. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL? Email Timmy D at WFIL.com. AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. And we're glad to bring two for the price of, I don't know, free, one, Dr. <laughs> Tim Clinton and Zach Clinton. How do you guys know each other again? Hi, Tim. What a uh, delight with you. Good to chat. Well, of course, folks know Dr. Tim Clinton from Family Talk as co-host with Dr. James Dobson, which airs on our station each weeknight at 6. And Zach, we're going to get to know you. Although folks who have okay. read your dad's work know of you some, certainly through his writing. <laughs> yes, so, indeed. Well, thank you for taking time today. WF Files Ministry of the Month for June is Family Talk. And so we have a lot we can talk about today. And I want to give you the bulk of the time. I want to set the table, let you share what you've learned and, and wisdom. Um, but if we could, if it's good with you, the, the daily prize people are hearing about all the time during June is the book, Take It Back, Reclaiming Biblical Masculinity the heart and strength of being a man. So uh, maybe Dr. Clinton, you could chat about what prompted you to write it in the first place and what you had to do to put it together. Tim, thank you for highlighting Take It Back. Uh, It's probably one of my favorite works. You know, through the years, uh, there's been such a beat down on men. And in a lot of ways, I, I got tired of hearing that men are nothing more than buffoons mean, cold, uh, porn addicts, horrible fathers, husbands, abusers, and more. And I'm tired also of that kind of radical push to feminize men. And I understand toxic behavior, Tim. I I know that there is uh, sinful decisions and things that have happened. Men, in a lot of ways, have given up ground. But masculinity, um, being a man, is not toxic. Nothing can be further from the truth. And the truth is, when you look at all the research out there, and Tim, that was really at the heart of why we wrote Take It Back, Max Davis and I. The bottom line is we realize that men matter. Dads matter, period. Now, you can't take it away. And what we need more of in culture and in society right now are heroes, warriors, protectors, defenders. And by the way, I've learned this too. A lot of the women out there love the men in their, in their lives. They love their dads. They love their sons. They love their brothers. They love their coworkers. And so uh, that's the heart of Take It Back. It's, it's 
We have got to rise up to this occasion right now and stand bold and call men, by the way, to a whole nother level of accountability and responsibility in everyday life. You mentioned uh, Max Davis. Just can you tell a little bit about how you know Max and what he brings to take it back? Yeah, Max is a writer and has written uh, a lot of best-selling books. He lives out of Louisiana. Max and I are very close friends, and Max and I shared a passion uh, for this very subject. Uh, we both grew up with wonderful dads. Max writes a lot about his dad. I write and speak a lot about my dad. And so um, it was a joy to you know, co-author the work together. Yeah, at the beginning, I believe from conversations we've had before, I know you're a sports fan, and uh, Daryl Strawberry... <laughs> Just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Understatement of the year. Well, the Sodero Strawberry, who folks around here will know, certainly because he played with the Mets and Yankees and is re- regionally known, but nationally too, uh, wrote the foreword for Take It Back. And one of the things he said, two main things, he said, men need to come to the end of themselves so they can be in position to love their wives and serve their families. And then he goes on to add, they also need to be forward thinking future-minded about the next generation, leaving a kingdom-impacting legacy. And he yeah. did not have that as a, in, his, in his life, but as the Lord got a hold of him, he came to realize those things and see those things. From all the work you do, maybe you could speak to the, the truth of those and the power of those statements, and we could also chat certainly about Father's Day and, and bring Zach into our conversation, too. Sure. You know, I love Daryl and what God has done and is doing in his life and through his life. He is canvassing the country. He is strong as acid uh, on his love for the Lord and uh, very bold, uh, outspoken about his commitment to his faith walk. Um, God got a hold of him. You know, I mean, if you, if you, if you know Daryl, his story, then nobody had a swing like Daryl Strawberry. I think he hit the roof of one of the, uh, Zach would know, I think it was uh, Montreal or something. He actually hit the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Like just craziness but uh no nobody could swing it like daryl but went through a lot of brokenness and uh he uh, has done a lot of reflection looking back and and then looking inward and uh really um being open and honest and doing the hard work tim doing the hard work of what it needs to to do to do a course correction but love i love the fruit of of what god's doing in the spirit that's alive in him and so, I mean, if anything, uh, it, it was it was in my mind uh, uh, an easy choice to have him write the forward of the book because of the testimony of who and where he's at now. And so, that's what we want to represent: that it's never too late. Uh, no matter uh, where you've been, what you've done, etc. What really matters is who God is and what He's doing in and through you now. And we wanted to write a hopeful book. We wanted to write a book that wasn't a beat down on men. Men men get beat up enough. It's it's. Let's let's shut that down for a little bit. Let's figure out how to speak some words of life. We do a men's event every year. My son, Zach, now runs it uh, here in Lynchburg, Virginia. And uh, in that men's event, I'll tell you what, it's just stunning. You know, it brings tears to my eyes when you see a, you, you see a sellout crowd. I'm talking like five plus thousand. We've had up to 10,000 guys in the Vine Center at Liberty University. And uh, you watch fathers and sons standing and praising and worshiping the Lord together. You watch them come to the altar in droves, in mass. Uh, I think it was two years ago, Zach will tell the story. Uh, Clayton King came and spoke, and uh, over 400 men gave their life to Christ. First-time decisions for Christ. I mean, yeah. and that doesn't happen a lot, but I'm telling you what, there's something going on. I think there's a stirring going on like I've never seen. There's a cry of the heart or the soul of a man right now in culture. 
And uh, we're just praying that God would just, you know, do whatever he needs to do to awaken that fire and do something powerful. Amen. Folks just tuning in to Tim DeMoss show, WFIL Philadelphia, joined by Dr. Tim Clinton, who you'll recognize his voice certainly from the Family Talk program at WFIL weeknights at six and uh, with Dr. Dobson and his son, Zach, is with us today, too. Uh, maybe now, maybe you're mentioning it. Let's talk about that conference that you've had a chance to work firsthand with, Zach, and what you've seen firsthand. Most definitely, Tim. Well, first off, thanks again for having us on the show. So our Ignite Men's Impact Weekend is an event that we host every year in Lynchburg, Virginia, at Thomas Road Baptist Church. We host it every March. And as Dad mentioned, I mean, we've had countless events. I think it's been going on for 15 or 16 years. It was an event that Dad actually started when I was just a young lad, and he kind of wanted it to be an opportunity for me and some of my buddies to just sit out there in the pews of a church and to be able to look up at men that we can actually look up to in terms of the culture and society that we live in. They're actually standing on biblical truth, what it looks like to be a biblical man, as scripture would reference it. So whether it's a pastor, whether it's a professional athlete, a motivational speaker, whatever that looks like, just people that have influence and impact over our lives. We've carried that tradition out throughout the years. And as dad mentioned, a couple of years ago, Clayton King came and just delivered a powerful message. And the altar call was over 400 salvations, first time salvations. And then last year, um, or really this past year in March, we had a man by the name of Pastor Tim Timberlake out of Celebration Church down in Jacksonville, Florida, that came and spoke. And on Friday night, I mean, dad can tell you, it was standing room only, not only at the altar, but in the aisles, the entire way back through Thomas Road Baptist Church, all the way to the doors, because men were just piling up, trying to get to the foot of that altar to be able to surrender just their lives to Christ, their families to Christ, their marriages to Christ. Something special happens truly when the boys get together. And that's kind of our theme at Ignite over the last several years. How often is that happening again at once a year or how does that work? Once a year. Yes, sir. So every March, it's the same location, Thomas or Baptist church, our upcoming lineup for 2024. We already have Tim Tebow, Craig Grishel, pastor, Tim Timberlake, again, Brian Dawkins, Ted Cunningham will be co-hosting the event with me. And so we have a powerhouse lineup. We have a couple extra names that I'm sure we're going to be, you know, announcing here in the next several months leading up to the event, but we're really looking forward to what God has planned and in store for 2024 as well. In Philadelphia, uh, Brian Dawkins, and company. come on. We've had Zach Ertz uh, to the table. Um, it's amazing. Yes. Well, our, our focus is we're not trying to reach uh, the guys who are in the choir. That's not what this event is yeah. about. We're trying to reach men uh, where they're at. And we want uh, maybe yeah. they, uh, may, they may identify with a Christian as a Christian, but maybe they haven't been to church in forever. But we wanted to create an environment where they felt safe, accepted, and affirmed. Mm. And we use sports. We use the outdoors and more. We brought the duck guys, you name it, everybody from Jeff Foxworthy <laughs> to, um, yeah, football players like Ben Roethlisberger and Kurt Warner and uh, Carson Wentz, people like that showing up at the event, giving testimony, bold, courageous voices uh, for such a time as this. I'll tell you what, it's fun. We have workshops, too. So you can yes. we break big plenary sessions where everybody's together, praising the Lord, worshiping and all that. And then the breakouts, you can go to a workshop on turkey hunting, duck hunting, predator hunting, to on being a good dad, dealing with pornography, overcoming addiction, how to build a men's ministry. What does it mean to be a man after God's own heart? And then outside, we've got a midway where you can get a little barbecue, check out the latest four-wheelers, the latest uh, trucks that, you know, coming from the Chevy dealer or whatever. It's just, it's mayhem. It's absolute chaos. It's fun. It's a mayhem event. It's nuts. It's what it is. It's craziness. But I'm going to tell you what, God falls on that place. 
Yeah. And those guys don't leave there the same. I can promise you that. What's the best yeah. place for folks to look for? You know, you mentioned 2024 is already ready to go or so to speak in, in motion. Is there a best place for folks to look that up? Yeah, so they can look it up at ignitemen.net. And again, that's ignitemen.net. And as dad's saying, it's really our, our theme is just aligning a man's everyday passions with God's eternal purpose for their life. And so that's kind of our, our heart and what we're rooted and anchored in. And we love, again, to see what God is going to do uh, next year in March in 2024. Dr. Tim Clinton and his son, Zach, joining us today on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Again, you know, Dr. Clinton from the Family Talk program on WFIL, which airs weeknights at 6. And this month, it's our featured ministry of the month. We were talking earlier a little bit about the book, Take It Back. Uh, just for, for a quick outline for folks, I found it very helpful because, you, you know, it's it's laid out in a fun, breezy, very readable way. You have a quote from to start the chapter off, you conclude with a scripture, discussion questions are part of that, prayer. It's very thorough, but the chapters are easy to read and uh, lots of stories. I think George Foreman, in fact, is quoted, or you have in the beginning, and he talks about the title of itself, how I think when he came out of retirement, right, he he went from his phrase of you really have to want it to take it back by God's power, not my own, which is, a, I'm guessing that was very intentional where you put that at the beginning. You know, Tim, I love the way you unpack the book for everyone to understand. Um, hey, I, you know, I, I've read a few books and in my day going through school and Zach's finishing up his own PhD right now. So uh, living in the books is part of life for us, but not everybody likes to read books. And a lot of men doesn't, wire up for them, you know that, but at the same time, if you can put story to it, by the way, there was somebody in the new Testament who would love to share parables and stories with people. Hmm. And you take those stories and you, and you bring out truths. And by the way, you anchor them deeply in scripture and the stories of scripture, they begin to resonate with the heart of the man. You just like, uh, we're trying to get one truth through Zach's doing a, uh, a big video based devotional for men right now. He's using some of the big name guys from across the country uh, to speak in the lives of men, video-based content, just here it is. Speak that one truth. Here's a five to seven minute message just to pour into your heart, your life right now. And Tim, that's what we tried to get done and take it back. We wanted to address the issues that men wrestle with every day that nobody really talks about. You mentioned earlier, and there's lots of chapters, just, just to pick one, chapter six, when evil is called good and good is called evil. Again, I think that comes back to the times that we're in. You know, the heart behind that for you, because, uh, you know, in, in the work that you do and the, the amount of men, you know, people you counsel and talk with and have written books for and spoken in front of, I can imagine that's who, would, in a way, who would have thought you would be seeing this happen in our in our lives, but it is happening around us. And casting a vision to me keeps coming through when I read through the book, because you might assume people know what everything's supposed to look like. But if you hear the messages in the culture repeated, if nothing else, it wears you down some, like, I guess this is normal when in reality, like you're saying, there's a lot of people, it's not normal at all. You don't have to be mad about it, but you're just like, why am I hearing this message so much around me, swirling around me? Tim, you know, in a lot of ways, we've said that if we don't take back the media and the arts, um, we're going to lose here. You know that? And we've got influenced media and the arts. And we know that uh, in culture, it's, it's almost like media warfare. It's who, who controls the airwaves, controls the narrative. You know that? And so what I wanted to do was to address those issues, anchor them in thus saith the Lord. What's the Bible have to say about all this? 
And it's clear when you get into scripture that ultimately that's evil and it's good. You hear what I'm saying? For sure. And discerning the difference between all that. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When you get all that stuff straight, things begin to come into alignment. And then you begin to realize that what God really wants to do is he wants to work out his purposes in and through me. And so he wants to have generational impact. And that as a dad, I cannot not have influence every day by what I said or what I didn't say, what I did or what I didn't do, shouted at my own kids. You know that? Yeah. And God has decided he wants to work through in and through me to help influence my kids to be more like him. That's what this is all about. And so under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, anchored in the word of God, uh, we, we take those steps and try to make that kind of a difference. You know, Tim, I was thinking in preparing for the broadcast um, with you just about Father's Day and then that scripture in Ephesians 6 where it says, dads, don't provoke your kids to wrath. And I got to thinking just a little bit about that. And I thought, you know, for years, I often wondered, why was that scripture and there? Why did, why did Paul write those words? And it dawned on me, it's just a simple thought. It's because you can. Dads can hurt their kids. They can hurt them by putting them down. They can hurt them by pushing them too hard. Um, by being legalistic, you know, that nasty, hard on them, uh, neglecting them, abusing them, God forbid, hurting them, God forbid. You hear what I'm saying? And that stuff happens all the time. Just, uh, and, and then Paul's just spun those words, but rather bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Mm-hmm. What a responsibility, what an opportunity, what a beautiful moment that's ours to have that kind of influence in our kids' lives. Folks, tuning in, Dr. Tim Clinton is with us, his son, Zach, as well. Dr. Clinton heard weeknights at 6 on Family Talk, co-hosting with Dr. James Dobson. Uh, Father's Day, of course, celebrated in, well, and again, it depends on the term, but in it, it's at least it's acknowledged, if not celebrated, in the month of June. And obviously having a father-son uh, combo on the program today, thinking about a little bit, each of you speaking to, I mean, it could be the holiday. There's some importance to that, but there's a lot more that goes with it because that can also be a double-edged sword for folks who maybe didn't have a, a great upbringing or a father maybe left a family or whatever it might be. So I'll give you the floor, and each of you could just share a bit about the holiday, but also really about being a, a dad, godly dad is. And and Zach, maybe you know your thoughts on your dad, a couple of good things. <laughs> hey, I'll try to throw a couple of those in. <laughs> no, Tim, when I think of Father's Day, my dad actually just posted uh, a quote by Billy Graham that I had written down, and it said, a good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, and yet one of the most valuable assets in our society. Another quote I love to share around Father's Day is, any man can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a dad. And when I think of a dad, right, it's someone who takes the time to invest in his kids, someone who isn't afraid of showing, right, or displaying his love for them, someone who listens, someone who shows up, who's consistently present, available, prioritizes time with them, right, with the family, prioritizes what it looks like to love his wife, right, their mother to his full capability and fullest potential. And what's fascinating is dad's kind of already mentioned is just this overwhelming amount of research that's revealed that a dad who is present who is emotionally attuned, involved, and available to his children's needs actually helps promote a sense of inner growth and strength and development within them. Again, numerous studies even revealing that fathers who are affectionate and who are supportive, that they actually greatly affect their children's cognitive and social development, as well as instilling an overall positive sense of well-being and self-confidence. So as dad's saying, yes, fathers can hurt their kids, but man, 
fathers can actually do so much good, a wealth of good, right? So in other words, why do I mention all these things? Because dads matter more than they possibly could ever know, think, or imagine. When I think mm. of my dad personally, yeah. naturally, you know, my, my mind goes to like a ball field. My dad and I, he's not just my father, right? He is truly my best friend. Um, he's truly a man that I've looked up to my entire life. I try to emulate, I try to be just like, um, and he loves, right? loves me. And that's something that I am so grateful for is that he has shown his love. He has displayed that for my mom, for myself, for my sister, Megan. Um, and I think the greatest gift any parent, any dad can give their kids is the gift of belief, understanding that they believe in you, that they're proud of you, letting them know that they love you. And my dad has always done that for me, right? So not only is he my best friend, he's always been my coach in every facet of life, sports, school. I mean, the dude still helps me in school certain times. He's my boss, somebody that I work with every single day. I love showing up to work because I love seeing my dad. Um, but also he's, he's somebody that I have fun with. Like I go golfing with, I go hunting with, I go fishing with, uh, we hang out, we have deep talks, we have fun talks, we laugh. There's no one else I would rather spend time with, right. But my dad. And so I'm so incredibly thankful for him. Um, and just what he's meant to me throughout my entire life. Hey, Tim, I want to throw this in. I can still take it. All right. I just want you to make sure. I want to make sure everybody out there understands that. Yeah. Now he's a, he's a little bigger than I am, six three two fifteen or whatever. I don't know. He's he's pretty big boy, but he dad dad has that crazy uh, eye in him. You know, Every now and then he can he can turn on that crazy switch. No. you read my mind. I was going to ask uh, who wins in the one on one, the horse or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the day that he, uh, he, he, he took over in, in horse that, 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 that was back <laughs> quite a few years ago, but um, you know what I, I want to say it's a joy. And in the scripture, I love when John writes these words, he says, I have no greater joy than to know that my children walk in the truth. I love the fact that um, my kids love the Lord. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dobson has spoken for years about be there. The greatest gift you can give to them is that gift of eternal life, of a personal relation, a vibrant relationship with God in Christ. It's a joy to watch um, your kids walk up to a microphone and give testimony. It's a joy to hear them pray openly and publicly. And by the way, not be timid about it. It's a joy uh, to spend time together. It really is. You know, what I miss about my dad, Tim, are just so simple things. Yeah. Uh, my dad was um, pastor, rural country circuit riding pastor, kindest man ever met. I really lack words at times to think about my own dad. Mm-hmm. But the one thing he was, was he was loving. Man, he was loving and he was fun. Uh, I love that Billy Graham quote. He said, be someone who's fun to be with. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what I hope I am. And I hope I pass on. And I hope I give it as a gift to not only my, kid, my kids, but people around me every day. I want them to see that. I want that light to shine in and through me. Um, I think that's what I think what, that's what this is all about. I was watching a video online recently, and it was of this older businessman. And he was talking about mentoring younger men. And he said, everybody is all about, you know, basically achievements and accomplishments and money in life. And he said, you know what? He said, it's just a joke. He said, you know what really matters? He said, when you're late in your life and your kids want to hang out with you, if you have that something special. (laughs) That's right. That's great. 
one last question for you, just even a word of encouragement, because I know, uh, you know, my father went to be with the Lord in March and 95 years young. He used to call it advanced middle age up until he's about 90, 92. <laughs> hey, what, what, was that, what was that Clint, Clint Eastwood quote? Don't let the old man in. Yeah. <laughs> but Keep but him a out. lot of. Well, that's what a beautiful heritage, though. What a legacy. Yeah. 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 His love for the Lord was very clear, sense of humor, love sports, love trash talking in a fun way. If we were playing a game of cards and he was winning, he's like, let's hear the scores. And if he was losing, he's like, we don't need to do that. <laughs> but um, but I know that there are those who don't have that. And so I'm sure you both have can appreciate that, too. And just a word of encouragement for those who maybe whether they're estranged or or just things were never that great, even just a step or two that they might be able to take to improve where where things are. My mind goes straight to scripture, Tim. Though my mother and father forsake me, the psalmist wrote, the Lord will deliver me up. Mm-hmm. And there's one who sticks closer than a brother. That's what mm-hmm. the Bible says. And when you have that relationship with God, when you understand that he loves you, that your heavenly father loves you, and that he will never abandon you, nor forsake you, that is beautiful. And to me, that's that greatest gift piece, really. Yeah. And I think for, from my perspective, Tim is Isaiah 43 verses one and two, which say, fear not for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned for the flames will not set you ablaze. And it's that same understanding as dad said, even in the midst of tough times, tough experiences, tough relationships, when we've been hurt, wounded, damaged in life, that does not mean that we are defeated, right? We can be damaged, but not defeated and understanding that God is still in the midst of our pain. And that's the beautiful thing about who God is. And my last thing that I wanted to say about my dad again, and I think it's kind of a spur to all the dads, the fathers out there listening is I truly believe this is the greatest compliment I could give my dad as I was just thinking about it. It's this idea that it's because of the love that I've seen and that I have received from my earthly father, that I have a better understanding of the love that I can receive from my heavenly father. And so in just knowing that impact and influence that an earthly dad has, right, you have the opportunity of shaping a view that your child has of what that love can look like coming from above. And I think that is the greatest gift. Yeah, truly, you can give your kids. And I I want to close, Tim, too, with Malachi 4. I mean, as Zach was saying that, no wonder that prophetic verse is there, that one day he will turn the hearts of the children to their fathers and the hearts of the fathers to their children. Amen. Well, and as you spoke there earlier, a few minutes ago, I I remember Dr. Dobson, uh, one of the things he said a while back was there are only so many, you only have so many Saturdays. To the quality of, of what you said about the father-son relationship and taking time, uh, I've never forgotten that. Uh, I, I've worked very hard for a lot of years in radio, and I've, I've DJed weddings, and it's easy to be booked out a year and a half out and still go to the Little League games, but running with your head cut off like all over the place, and you really got to be intentional. I used to have something called Midnight Ice Cream, where if I was going to be out all night at a wedding, my kids, when they were little, I'd say, I'm going to wake you up. If you're good, I'm going to ask mom. And we're going to have ice cream at midnight. And sometimes it's 1 a.m. The kids are asleep, <laughs> but they're five and three at the table. And we'd make our ice cream together. To re- it was my way of reclaiming the day a little bit because it can be hard. Right. But yeah. um, but your points are well taken with that. And the encouragement is good. I, that casting a vision thing. I, it, the older I get, the more I'm realizing that people need that. It's not to be assumed that everyone just knows 
kind of what you know, right? It's easy to think that, but it's not not necessarily the case at all. So, but encouraging thought though, Tim, with all that is, it's never too late to become That's a right. good dad. Amen. Mm-hmm. Keep up the great work. Best place to find again the Ignite Conference. Can you remind the, the web address for that? Yes, it's ignitemen.net. Okay, and for your uh, doctor, uh, for your site, Doctor Clinton, for your Thank books you. you've written. And go to timclinton.com, timclinton.com, and for information about the American Association of Christian Counselors, AACC.net. Very good. And of course, the new book that we're the, the book that we're giving away, take it back, folks, and enter to win that at WFIL.com. Dr. Tim Clinton and Zach, thank you for taking time today. Tim, what a pleasure. You thank you. Thank you, Tim. All right, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. AM560, WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show. Bringing on board an old friend. Emphasis on friend, not old, right? Just friend, but old friend. Well, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Age ain't nothing but a number, I heard one singer once say. Was it Aaliyah, I think, who sang that song? And I'm not sure, but I would agree. It's nothing but a number. I asked my mom once how old she would be if she didn't know how old she was. And she was around 75 when I asked her, and she said about 28. Oh, wow. So I'm not sure how old I would be, Timmy. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. you're youthful. You've done a lot of great work uh, for the Lord over the years. We've known each other since the PAL days, at least. I guess you were an officer with PAL, right? Lieutenant I was I was a lieutenant with the Police Athletic League. I was the commanding officer. And Timmy, believe it or not, just last June, um, they asked me to come back. I am the PAL treasurer currently. Wow, because you have nothing else going yeah. on. Oh, my. <laughs> it's an honor. It's an honor to, to be trusted. It's an honor that they would like for me to be a part of. And I love the Police Athletic League because we serve our youth. We have opportunities for our young people. So I'm, I'm grateful that I'm, I've, I've never left, but I'm even more involved now. That's great. Well, and last time we spoke, uh, you know, you've been on a couple of times. I guess you were a, rec- a recreation commissioner for Philadelphia and then GM at the Dell, which a former mayor yeah. Nutter helped you or asked you to be part of that. Or how'd that work? I forget that story. In 2008, um, I interview and Mayor Nutter appointed me, former Mayor Nutter appointed me the Recreation Commissioner for the City of Philadelphia. I did that from 2008 until 2016 when I retired, um, stayed off for a year. Then I put in, I started my own business, Susan L. Slauson and Associates, started my own business and I put in for the contract to uh, be the general manager in charge of consultants at the Dell Music Center and that's what I currently do. Wow. with the boards that I am on right now. So plenty happening for you, and yeah. we're excited because at the Dell, kicking off the, although a little later in the summer than usual, but still glad to have it happening, the summer series, you know, concert series and event series, CC Wine Ins on the 17th of August, a Thursday at 7 o'clock. For folks who have not been to the Dell Music Center in a while, again, 2400 Strawberry Mansion Drive in Philadelphia, Paint a little bit of a picture, because it's different than back in the days when Duke Ellington played. Let's put it that way. It's very different. You know, in 2008, when former Mayor Michael Nutter brought me on as a recreation commissioner, one of the challenges or charges that I had was to get that place under a capital project 
up and running again. There had to be a complete foundation, um, restructure, brand new seats, whole nine yards. So that was a capital project. We've also last year replaced the bathrooms that are up top. And this year, the reason we're opening late and our first um, Essence of Entertainment concert isn't starting until August 17th is because, Timmy, we've got the entire stage renovated. This, the venue has been around since 1929. Wow. This stage has not been completely renovated since 1929. That's and crazy. So isn't, it, isn't that something else? So we're, we're opening late because, you know, capital projects, you run into issues, whether, and we're also getting the, the roof fixed, we're getting the panels restored, we're getting brand new acoustical um, panels placed in the roof. And so there's a lot of work that's happening, but we want to make sure we keep an upkeep and maintain this facility so it, it it restored and the customers come in and they want to be there they don't just experience great music but they experience a great environment as well and so that's the reason for the late start yeah but yeah can we start any better no i don't think we can start any better than cc Winans, tasha Cobb leonard and torn wells and e daniels is going to be opening this concert. E. Daniels um, was actually so, on my show about two or three years ago, I remember now. He was. He was. That's right. He was. Yeah. So the, yeah. the Dell Music Center, C.C. Winans, Tasha Cobbs Leonard, uh, Torin Wells, and E. Daniels, Thursday, August 17th at 7 o'clock. The DellMusicCenter.com has more info on that. Other things going on there, too. Uh, but so, so again, paint that picture because the, the acoustics were, were always good, but, I mean, improved. Uh, stuff like parking. I remember, you know, and food concessions. Yeah. What's that? What's that all about for for the overall experience? So one of the things I like to share is that we are one of the few. One, we are one of the few venues where you don't have to pay to park. That's crazy. You know, it's it's yeah. We you, you come. We have parking staff there, but you park for free. Our concession stands. We have one, two, three concession bays. We have Rita's is also one of our concessionaires. Um, we, we, we have 5,284 seats and we have a lawn area where we can sit up to 600 people, but we always try to keep that to about 500 just to make sure people are comfortable. So if you're on the lawn, you can bring your chairs in. You can nice. sit there, not even be in a seat. We're fully 100% handicap accessible. Hmm. And we actually try to make sure we have a specific line for our handicap. A lot of our, our people that come to the venue, our customers, um, they are, they're seniors. And we want to make sure that we can accommodate them. And so you have seating that's pretty much still brand new. But this time you're going to come back. You're going to see a completely different stage all the facades, the bathrooms downstairs that were pretty old, um, those have been replaced as well. Timmy, I could actually go in my office when they were doing the stage because my office was right under the stage yeah. and look up, and you would it was you would see the sky. <laughs> wow! Was, I mean, when I say complete renovation, everything down to the metal. That's amazing. Replaced, That's exciting. Restored. It's super, super excited because you want your customers, you want your friends, you want your family, you want the people that come out to love the facility. And we have we have such loyal customers there at the Dell Music Center, Timmy. Um, they are they're not they're not excited that we don't have a July season, but they're excited that we're getting this work done. Yeah. Because they know we do it for them. Yeah. 
That's it. If you're just tuning in, Susan Slauson, our guest today, Tim DeMarcia, WFIL Philadelphia, and uh, with the Dell. Are, are you technically the GM there, or what's your title? Do you have a title for the Dell? I, I am. I'm, I'm the general manager at the Dell Music Center. Oh, okay. And the- I have, and you know, let me just say that no one does anything alone. I have a wonderful counterpart. We work together. We do everything together. Okay. Um, her name is Facetta Green. And she actually is the one that, when it co- except for this particular show, when it comes to the booking, Faye is the master <laughs> of negotiation. She is the master of working with these agents, these managers, and getting us the best deal that we can possibly get. Um, she knows the business inside and out, inside and out, and I, I love working with her. That's good. And those, those are more complicated, or can be. Uh, the folks may realize just because there's a lot of stuff involved, uh, even, I, you know, back in the day when you may remember, I did a morning show on our sister station, 990, which is a con- yeah conservative news talk now. But back in the day, it was a Christian music station half of the day and half the day as programs. But in the morning mm-hmm. show and the rest of the day with the station, we would try to get concerts once in a while and we would even book a few and I learned it's a lot of work, and you have to know things, even stuff that seemed, I don't call it petty to me, but stuff in the beginning was like, why do they have to have this kind of meal? Like, why does it have to be this specific menu? But I didn't know, like, well, they're on tour, and they're trying to keep their diet balanced, so they have to have some predictability if they're traveling, especially if it's a tour and they're traveling for a month or two straight. They don't want to just get whatever. They need to take care of their bodies. And so they, they're yeah. all those details that you never would have thought of, so kudos to yeah. her. She does. She does a great job. And, you know, we're the city of Philadelphia, and there are a lot of things that we may not be able to do. We may restrict, but we go out of our way to try to ensure that our um, the artists that come to the venue, we can do as much as we possibly can. And it is a very detailed job. These contracts, sometimes you may have 41, 50 pages um, in a contract from an artist. Wow. We have to read the entire thing. We have to compare it to what the city says that we can and can't do. We have to strike those things out. And Faye is the master at doing that. She loves doing that type thing, as a matter of fact. That's great. Again, folks want to find out more about the C.C. Winans concert. Tasha Cobbs Leonard, Torin Wells, E. Daniels, Thursday, August 17th, 7 o'clock at the DellMusicCenter.com. We can get more info on that. You can grab tickets. Dell Music Center, 2400 Strawberry Mansion Drive in Philadelphia. Very long history in the city. Mentioned Duke Ellington earlier. Nancy Wilson has performed there. Ella Fitzgerald, Shirley Caesar, a really long list. Comedian David Brenner, who is Philadelphia in many regards, and many more. So it's a historic venue. And speaking of history, I don't know if you have a thing for August 17th, but the first time you joined me on the show was about another Christian concert being uh, happening on August 17th. That you met- was that Mercy Me? Yeah. Was that Mercy Was that Timmy? I had no idea. Yeah. It was the same date. Very same date. Please. August 17th at the time, I guess four years ago, maybe it was it was a different day of the week. You know, it, wow. it, it cycles through every seven years or something. It lands on the same date. But yeah, four years ago, Mercy Me, 10th Avenue North, Jordan Feliz. And that was August 17th. You had been praying for that concert to come to fruition yeah. and be part yeah. of the, the lineup. And now... Four years to the day, it'll be the CC Winans at all concert. Pretty cool, huh? That is, that is, that is pretty cool. Thank you for bringing that to my attention because I had no idea um, that we had. I did the same thing all over again. Well, you know, the last concert was such a blessing, and it is about blessing Philadelphia. 
We want to bless Philadelphia. We want people to come out. We want people to worship. We want people that don't know Jesus to come out. And because sometimes you may not know Christ, but you like the music. Yeah. So sure. we want the Spirit of God to do what He does and draw so God can reveal Himself to those that are there to worship in music or just to listen. We want God to move. That's what this is about. Bless Philadelphia. Amen. Have you ever seen Cece in concert, by the way? Cece's been at the Dell Music Center. I had her there, I want to say it was 10 years ago. It okay. was Cece, Fred Hammond. And I forget whom, who else played with the two of them, yeah. but she's been there before. She is such an authentic, loving person. She came and performed at our church, and I went to her church in Nashville, okay. in Tennessee. Yes, I went to visit her church. When I tell you she is just a wonderful representation mm-hmm. of who Jesus looks like all the time, mm. What you see is what you get in CC Wine. And so I'm so honored to have her come and and just worship with us. You have no idea. You know, <laughs> you know how excited I was about um Mercy Me, Tenth Avenue North and Jordan Feliz. I'm I'm doubly excited about wow. this particular concert because I what I wanna do is try to have more Christian concerts at the venue. Yeah. Next season. Yeah. That'll be great. That'll be great. Well, Susan, it's great to catch up with you here. Maybe we'll even get a chance to chat back in with you before the concert and or have CeCe on the show or one of the artists or all of the artists on. They're they're welcome. We can make that work and help further paint a picture of what's in store on the 17th of August. Again, CeCe Winans, Tasha Cobbs, Leonard Tornwells, E. Daniels at the Dell Music Center in Philadelphia. Susan, God bless you. Keep up the great work there. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, too. I I always love having a moment to catch up with you, Timmy. Me, too. Glad to have you on. Susan Slauson, General Manager of the Dell Music Center, thedellmusiccenter.com, for more info on the CC Winans concerts. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Dr. Tim Clinton and Zach Clinton. Family Talk joining us on the program today. And Susan Slauson from the Dell in Philadelphia. We'll wrap things up now. Pass it over to Alice DeBeg and Truth For Life next. Have a wonderful evening. Lord willing, see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.